Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the But Daddy Why podcast, where we understand the rapid-fire questioning that parents battle all day, every day, especially that constant, repetitive question, why? We take the hard questions and do the research for you so that you have the ammo to reply when the kids reach the ultimate pinnacle of, but daddy, why? My name is Pat Jacobs. And I'm Eric Binion. Sit back and enjoy the show. All right, this is going to be exciting. Yes. Everybody's questions are going to be laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Misconceptions. Misconceptions. That's, that's, that's the way I should have put that. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we're here in Chicago, mm-hmm. and we take it for granted that this is the Windy City. Yeah, we do. Right? Mm-hmm. And most people do not, in fact, know why we call it the Windy City. Right. My kids my kids have asked, and I actually had to look it up because the question was asked at one point in time. And it may not have been my kids initially that asked it, but I know that I've answered it for them. The Windy City has nothing to do with the actual wind. Right. And and this, this, this kind of hurts because pretty sure that I have my wife convinced that I honestly believe that it's called the Windy City because of how windy it gets sometimes, you know, so that, you know, nearly every single time. Now, I'm not saying she knows the real reason, like, like specifically the real reason, but every single time, you know, anybody, you know, says anything about the wind, I always pipe up and say, well, that's why they call it the Windy City, and it drives her nuts, man. <laughs> oh, it drives her nuts. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that it is a windy city, but oh, it is. I it's no more windy than any other city that's in the middle of this great area called the Great Plains. Yeah, and actually, I've I've got some uh, some facts on that, which which I found really interesting. Now, you know, we we do need to say it is definitely windy at times. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's been walking downtown at some point, probably, and you've been able to, you know, walk around a corner and the wind is blowing you to the point that you can lean forward where you would normally fall flat on your face. And, you know, you're in the wind. I mean, you know, nothing, you know, blocking the wind coming off the lake and it, you know, right. the wind tunnel through all the tall buildings. And, okay, it's windy, people. It, it is. is windy. However. And we like deserve you, that nickname. We do, we do, we do. All right. So, like you said, Chicago's not significantly windier than really any other U.S. city. Um, the average w- annual wind speed in Chicago is actually 10.3 miles per hour. Okay? So, Los Angeles, 7.5. We got them beat. Okay? Right. Nothing there. New York City, 9.3 miles per hour. We got them beat. They got nothing, especially no. their pizza. Their pizza sucks. 
<laughs> then you got, oh, did I? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I wasn't very nice about New York. That's anyway, fine. Go for it. that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Boston, twelve point four. So Boston's got us beat. Amarillo, Texas, thirteen point five miles per hour. Dodge City, Kansas, thirteen point nine. Blue Hill, Massachusetts, fifteen point two. And then there's Mount Washington, New Hampshire, at thirty-five point one miles per hour. Annual wind speed average. That's some craziness. Yeah. So not so we're not the windiest place. Right. However, when you when you walk down the streets and you feel mm-hmm. that wind hitting you in between the oh yeah in, in between the buildings, it mm-hmm. can feel that way. Yeah. But since we're not the windiest city, mm-hmm. that cannot be the reason why we have the nickname. Yeah. And it's not. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. That's not why we're the windy city. So in case you have a guess, this episode is about. Uh, Nicknames of cities, and since we live here in Chicago, we're starting off with Chicago. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will start off, will say, well, it's because of politicians talking back and forth. No. Though, we have some very wind-heavy or full-of-wind <laughs> politicians. Full of wind. There you go. I, I, don't, I don't know what the exact best term for them are, but, but right. we do have them, but that's, that's not the reason either. The reason, the reason comes up because of a terrible awful, disgusting nickname that Cincinnati wanted to keep over Chicago. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I would say, God, let them keep that. Right. And the nickname that Cincinnati was afraid to lose to Chicago was Porkopolis. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Porkopolis. I feel like... I feel like I could stop right there, and 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 everything that comes after this is not more awesome right. than the fact that Cincinnati was determined to maintain the nickname Porkopolis. Right, like like no one could come up with like Porktopia. Yeah. Instead, you know. I mean, but whatever. It's it's an awful awful nickname. And in the 1860s and 1870s, Cincinnati was proud of its meatpacking tradition. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and since 1843, they were known as Porkopolis. Gross. I mean, <laughs> not... right. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's a weird thing to fight over. But apparently, the rivalry between between the two cities was was you know was huge and maybe that's that's what it stemmed from i don't know is that where it came from do we know it must be because because eventually chicago overtook mm-hmm. cincinnati as 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 a bigger meat packing uh metropolis uh and rightful heir to the name of porkopolis porkopolis <laughs> which you know come to think of it could could explain why the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers are yeah, yeah. bitter rivals. Maybe, you know, maybe again, that is this, exactly this, why. This, this meatpacking tradition. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I don't know. All I, all I know is that that's an awful nickname to be fighting over. <laughs> yes. So, and thank God this happened. I, I believe it's this... Uh, it started in the Cincinnati Inquirer. They started an article called the Windy, uh, News from the Windy City or the Windy City Times. 
And because we were such loud mouth braggarts about our city, and let's be fair, we are loud mouth braggarts about our city. Like absolutely, there's, there's people that like New York. Yeah. There's people that like L.A. There yeah. are people that like Las Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's people that like Chicago. Oh yeah, and where the <laughs> hot dogs are made right, where the pizza yeah. is made it's, right, right. You, there's nothing wrong with Chicago if you're from Chicago, <laughs> or or if you've just lived here long enough, to, like me. I mean, I I wasn't born and raised here, but yeah, I moved here when I was 15 and was told very early on how how to eat my hot dogs from now on, and it made sense. And it just, right. it just that's just the way life is supposed to be, you know. And it kills us. To see people do it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to help. We're from right. Chicago. It, We're just trying to be nice. Trying to help. We've seen the light. Everybody else deserves a chance. So, we're braggarts. And, that's, and, and that is absolutely the truth. So, yep. Yep. And thank God this caught on. Because, because I'll take the Windy City over Porkopolis any day. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine... <sighs> or I mean, oh. you never know. It could have been the Chicago Packers. No, saying, stop, stop it right there. Saying, you know, Green Bay Bears but, sounds a lot more. There no Bears in Chicago. Come on, <laughs> there, come on. Oh, shut up. There are 1985. <laughs> there were definitely Bears. Don't give me this nonsense. All right, we digress. <laughs> the the one Chicago thing you can't handle. <laughs> the one. It's the one. Nope, can't do it. All right, so. So they started. They started this uh, this Windy City Times, and the Windy City nickname was uh, Cincinnati's response to the way Chicago was bragging about everything and mm-hmm. stole stole the uh, the title of Porkopolis and whatever else, right? Mm-hmm. And so routinely in their newspaper, um, that was the news from the Windy City, which was meant to be an insult to Chicago. The, those loudmouth braggarts from up north, or I think where it was actually caught on was when they were talking about the World's Fair and the citation that most people uh, most most people give is is Charles Dana, right? And he was talking in, in 1890 when Chicago was bidding really hard to get the uh, World's Fair, and so there was a lot of eyes on the press about this. Both Chicago and New York City were competing for what would become the 1893. Columbian Exposition or the World's Fair. Uh, New York Sun editor Charles A. Dana uh, alleg- uh, allegedly wrote. Uh, it was it was in the newspaper. Uh, whether it was actually him that wrote it is is I guess is what the question was in about 1890 that the Windy City couldn't hold the fair even if it won the bid because he doesn't know Chicago. That's right. Was wrong on both accounts. That's right. Not only did we win the bid. Mm-hmm. But we held a fantastic fair. Yeah, yeah, we did. We sure did. So that's that's your windy city, and you know maybe <clears throat> maybe when I actually post this, I'll go through and list a whole bunch of these uh, uh, articles where uh, Cincinnati and other uh, Great Lake area newspapers referred to us as the windy city. But yeah, it was it was ultimately a nickname. 
There you go. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did find one interesting thing, just a little bit more about the the intense rivalry, basically, between Cincinnati and Chicago. And the apparently there was a very intense baseball inner city rivalry, you know, with their matches and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and in 1869, the Cincinnati Red Stockings were the pride of all of baseball. So Chicago came up with a rival team called the White Stockings just to piss them off and defeat them. Because <laughs> we're yeah. that kind of people. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And now we now we have to deal with the White Sox all the time now. I, yeah. Some of the things we do, some of the things we do bite us in the ass. Yes, absolutely. All right, so Forget let's, about let's move it. on. So, so right. we we hit the Windy City, so we we, we decided to pick a couple other a couple other cities just, yeah. since we're since we're working on on the uh, nicknames. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's let's uh, let's move along. Where, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's go to the Big Easy, an amazing mm-hmm. city. Oh, love it, man. So, so for New Orleans, there's a, a number of theories in circulation about why it's called the Big Easy. Uh, one references how easy it was and continues to be for musicians to land gigs in New Orleans. Okay, um, and I mean, if you've been there, there I mean, there's music everywhere. Oh my! Every God. single bar, every single corner, every single mm-hmm. alley. I mean, there is music everywhere. Yeah, I, there was. Uh, I was there for a uh, business trip. Uh, okay, I want to say like five years ago, mm-hmm. and you know, I was I was going down to Bourbon Street, like midday, and <laughs> there was yeah. there was great jazz going. Like, you just sit down. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, there's people playing over there on the street. Yeah. Just have a seat right here. Yeah. Grab myself a beignet. Oh, mm-hmm. a beer. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing city. Uh, another misconception or, or theory was that it was once said to be one of the least expensive places to live. So they called it, you know, you could get by there pretty easily, so they called it the mm-hmm. Big Easy. So so there's a couple theories. There's a few others that, that maybe we'll mention towards the end here, but go ahead and hit us with the real stuff. So the, so the real stuff. The one, real. Of the, one of the... One, uh, one of the... Uh, reasons for it was the way not you couldn't ne- not necessarily that you would win big on horse racing mm-hmm. uh, but that it was easy to get the fix in right like uh, you it, obviously not legal but right nobody was paying attention and so uh for for those that were were likely to bet on horse racing and whatnot uh, you could you could easily make some money, maybe not big money, not where mm-hmm. the, where you could win big, but enough to get by. And so it was but also prohibition. Right. It was one of the least regulated states to, or during or cities during prohibition. So even mm-hmm. though it was illegal, speakeasies were right easy to come by. But the big easy comes from a term used by a local columnist uh, whose name was Betty Giaud. I want to that's probably wrong, but I'm trying to figure out what the uh, what the best French pronunciation I got a buddy that speaks French and he's if he hears this, he's going to call me up and say uh, no, here's how you say it. It should be Giaud. Uh, 
It's gonna be Guillaume. Yeah, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Guillaud. Guillaud. And she was contrasting the life, uh, like many of the contrasts here are gonna be, uh, contrasting the life in New Orleans to the life in New York City. Right. Right. So where you have a city like Chicago trying to be as as big and bustling uh, as as New York was, you have the antithesis of that in uh, New Orleans going, hey, relax, chillax, yeah. come on down. Take it easy. No big deal. Yeah. It's cheap. It's easy. Yeah. Come listen to some good music. Yeah. Earn yourself some beads. What? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so just kind of referring to now where she would have come up with that. And, and you kind of have to start building backwards, right? Uh, there was, uh, there was a, uh, an author who wrote a crime novel about New Orleans with the title, the big easy that became a movie with Dennis Quaid at one point, And, uh, he feels pretty insistent that, that his his book was where it came from, though mm-hmm. it's you know it's one of those how do you ultimately tell, and my guess is that it had been a term generally used around New Orleans for a long time. Uh, they both just kind of happened. I shouldn't say happened on. They both just kind of used it, and it just depends on who you think brought it brought it to fame more whether it was her or him. Right. But the reason it probably became the name was there was a dance hall uh, in Gretna near, you know, kind of out in the area of New Orleans, and it was called the Big Easy Hall, right? It was a place where Buddy Bolden used to play. Um, Pop Foster mentioned the club in his autobiography because people would come there to play that, it was probably from the name of that hall that jazz musicians kind of got that name catching on, which would lead into that idea that it's an easy place for musicians to come and play. And so all of these explanations we've, we've been giving are probably some little facet of the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just ca- caught on whether it was uh, Betty Giaud's article in the 1970s or the uh, James Conway novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whichever way it came about, that's the the concept already exists, and they just brought it, kind of brought it to life. Right. Yeah, and I I had read that the the James I think it's Conaway um, crime novel, you know, the Big Easy. Apparently, he had heard the name from walking along the street and hearing two guys talking about New Orleans and just referred to it as the Big Easy, and then it just kind of stuck in his head, and he decided to use that as the title for his book. You know, so. Yeah. And there you go. So we can't we can't talk about the Big Easy and leave out the Big Apple. The Big Apple. Now, New York. New York, New York. Start spreading the news. All right. New York has been called many things. They've been called the Great American Melting Pot, which it, it was. That does made perfect sense. It's been called Gotham. Eh, again, makes sense. It's been called the city that never sleeps, and it doesn't. 
right? Some say it comes from the former well-to-do families that sold apples in New York City streets to make ends meet during the Great Depression, mm-hmm. right? Could be. Uh, apparently, uh, New York State is America's top apple grower after the state of Washington. Right. So that's, which, that's which, possible. It doesn't feel right, though, if it's after mm-hmm. another state. Right. And again, we are talking about a city, and I'm right. pretty sure in the city there's not that many apples yeah. being grown there. <laughs> right. Right. I so, looked yeah. when I was there. <laughs> Didn't a see a lot of apple trees. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Maybe I need to look harder. Right. Right. My favorite, though, my favorite was another account that said that the term came from a famous 19th century brothel madam named mm-hmm. Eve, whose girls were referred to as her Big Apples. I like that one. That's the one I'm using at the bar. I like it. that. That is a very bar-worthy mm-hmm. explanation. <clears throat> Absolutely. And this is, this, is, this is a funny nickname because it's coming from a place where you wouldn't even expect it. Okay. And we kind of already mentioned it. This has to do with horse racing. Man, it's all about horses. It's horse racing. Like, like there's that connection. But like, we just talked about New Orleans, and part of the reason why that that name caught on there was the Big Easy, because you could, if you knew the right people, you could win by uh, and and win win enough to live comfortably in New Orleans easily. You know, it was it was the fix was in down there. They called it the Big Easy. Mm-hmm. The opposite of that was, and I, I guess I shouldn't say the opposite, uh, in New York, maybe it wasn't so easy, but that was a place where you could win big, okay. like life-changing big. <clears throat> and so if you, had, if you had the backing and everything, you get up and, and, and place your bets up in New York City, well, then you could that win big. The they called it the Big Apple, and that was like, the, you know, that's... The Big Apple, that's where you go to win big. Mm-hmm. See, uh, I want to say it was John Fitzgerald was a newspaper writer, and he had heard African-American stable hands refer to New York as the, as the Big Apple, you know, and those were the guys, you know, taking care of the horses that would go race and, and whatnot. And so, you know, racing there was a chance to win big, even for the, the horse owners. He started making mention of that in his newspaper article. So that may be kind of like where it started. So there was this little nickname going around. And it wasn't until the 1970s uh, when this, this minor, it, it really was a minor league nickname for New York City. Uh, like, honestly, I think it should, should still be the city of the worst pizza. But Agreed. Yeah. That's what happens when you make your pizza out of cardboard. But they're not asking me. <laughs> no, we wanted the pizza crust too, not the box and the topping. Right. <laughs> what did I say that? What? what? Yeah. Oh well. Uh, there go all my friends in New York City right now. <laughs> That's all. We're gonna right. have a fun. Uh, so what happened <clears throat> is in the ninth in the nineteen seventies they decided they wanted to kick off a big tourism campaign. Uh, and that's when they grabbed this, this uh, grabbed onto the Big Apple. Sound like a great name, great thing to put on T-shirts and bumper stickers. And, uh, and I, you know, it was a great idea until they figured out that I Heart New York nonsense. Right. So that's where the big, that's how the Big Apple got big. 
uh, and that's where the nickname came from. So much so that to mimic it in the DC comic world, they had to name Metro- Metropolis the Big Peach. Oh, I, actually, yeah. See, I'm not I'm not up on the comic book stuff, man. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at yeah. all. Interesting. Which is clearly just the 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 only reason they did that was to make it similar to New York City. Right. So. New York City is supposed to be a metropolis is supposed to be a doppelganger or a uh, mm-hmm. metaphor for New York City and like Gotham is supposed to be a metaphor for Chicago. Okay. So I don't know if if I'm if I'm in the superhero world again, if I got to pick Superman or Batman, I think I think Chicago wins again. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Of course I, we do. I mean I. I mean, I'm wearing the Superman shirt today, but I, you know, I would. Right. Batman, come on. Anyway, so that's so that's, so that's where the nickname came from. Although, if we want to get to a fun, interesting fact, there is a loose connection to another fruit associated with New York City. Mm-hmm. Now, because initially, when the Dutch captured New York from the English, they called it. New Orange, or in honor of William the Third or William the Orange. Uh, that did not take well. So a year later, uh, English the English got control of it again, and it was back to New York. So also that. Yeah, there is also that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. This is almost another one where you could come back yeah. to, uh, but I, I think we hit the, the like the really good names. You know, mm-hmm. like when you when you talk about like uh, talk about cities' names. I mean, there are very few cities that you consistent consistently refer to uh, as their nickname over the, their actual name. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, New York, uh, New Orleans. I mean, consistently. Uh, you you hit those names, and these are these are the three names you know that that it's tough to explain away why why you know like you know you, you can make an assumption, but you know why actually do they do it versus you know like Sin City or uh, Motor City and those nicknames like even though you refer to them you know it's pretty self-explanatory. So this is you know these this is some good explanations. Now you know mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, now you can be that that guy. Now you can be the Eric Benyon in your conversation. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, in you can be the guy going. Well, actually, did you know? My wife calls it the modern jackass. <laughs> That's a good name for it. That's perfect. <laughs> so anyway, now now you know the actual name. So there, there you, you go. go. Uh, Windy City. And I don't even think this needs a bottom line. I think we've we've we've, we've covered yep. it all. So you've you've got the names, uh, I, and it's you know made for some good, made for made for some good storytelling. Mm-hmm. So if you like this episode, you know where you can like it again. Mm-hmm. iTunes, great place to do that. Go uh, subscribe to us there and and give us a, give us a like and log in and give us a comment. Say we're great. We'd appreciate that. If you don't want to say we're great, uh, don't do that. I don't know, do that, whatever. I, like, I can stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can you can also go to the Facebooks and, and like us there at But Daddy Why. 
You can actually talk to us yeah. there too. Yeah, absolutely. Send us a topic can, or something. Every, we actually get on there from time mm-hmm. to time and we say, oh, hi, it's mm-hmm. us again. Yep. We're not as clever when we <laughs> type. No, um, <laughs> uh, if, if, if you can keep your comments down to 140 characters or less, we got Twitters. Twitter. All the Twitters. So it's Bud Daddy Y there. And then uh, you can, you can uh, get a link to every episode that we've done so far, listen to it, or whatever you like on uh, on, on our webpage, buddaddyy.com. So there you go. And every once in a while, I add a little, I, I add a little extra in on buddaddyy.com. So check it out. Follow us there. Uh, whatever, whatever floats your boat, but uh, just be nice, all right? All right. Be nice or go home.